Yes, I robbed the lightning, yes, I'm on the go And when I go down, so I need more power now It keeps me down, lucky, yes, it just won't stop On the two-popo, yes, I got the power now It's the A-Show, it's the Atlanta Astro Show, man Astro The A-Show, for October 27, 2020 How's it going? How's it going? I'm, I'm a little quiet today because I'm in a hotel room over in Canada right now. And then uh, I have no rooting interest. Uh, we're on the bottom of the seven. Oh, Michael Brantley just got on the first base, so it's a 5-1 to one for the Hatalina. Uh Utterly no rooting interest because this is the most boring matchup that I can find. I'm the Southern, the South of Rising Gian, you know, matchup of this. Because uh, both of them are absolutely atrocious to support, in my opinion. Uh, I, I, not, I don't give a shit about the garbage banging. It's just a hilarious thing. It's just that the Houston people are just acting like nothing happened. So I really absolutely hate the fans for that reason. Uh, and the other one, the Atlanta Braves, I, I just, knowing that, especially in Canada, what happened to the indigenous peoples, you know, what happened in the Kamloops, and all that stuff, all that, and then yet all these ignorant southern fans are doing the stupid tomahawk chop along with the Kansas City Chiefs, all that stuff. And granted, the franchise is telling people, like, stop doing that. They're not going to play the fucking music as a, you know, get-together song. But I still hear the people chanting, I, I wish the spirits from the Appalachian Mountains come and curse these motherfucking braves, you know, with that indigenous spirit. And then, uh, but uh, unfortunately, they're up right now. <laughs> So, fuck this. Um, main thing I wanted to talk about today is the uh, drama that's happening in the Rogers over here. I call it a succession, eh? Um, <laughs> I don't watch that show. The Billions, eh? Uh, the Rogers family mess that's been going on. Rogers, if you don't know, especially the Americans out there, is a basically a Comcast. But it's owned by the family members. Kind of like the Waltons with the Walmart. Kind of like the Toyotas in Japan with the Toyotas. Kind of like... The Jenners and the Kardashians, but without the billion-dollar corporations next to it. Kind of like the Lees of the Samsung. Kind of like the Jungs, or the Chungs, whatever you want to call it, of the Hyundai in Korea. Yeah, you know, you get the idea. And then eventually, whatever the generational wealth and then the establishments they have accomplished, some bitterness fighting will <laughs> inevitably happen. Uh, long story short, it's really... For the control of the board of the directors, following the estate of the uh, one of the founders, you know, who held it all together by oneself, which was the uh, the Ed Rogers, Edward Rogers, the second one, because the father one, the first one, I think started with a ham radio a hundred years ago in Canada, and then bought up the stations and all that, and then the telecommunication, you know. Company and then now it has become the behemoth of owning not just the uh, telecom, telephone, telegram lines, but also uh, all the media companies. You know, like the radio stations and TV stations, and also all your content ownership that comes with it. So really, no wire. You know, cord cutting exists in this side of the country because even if you cut the cord, you're going to be using the Rogers communication wirelessly wirely or on your telephone line 
Either that or you go to uh, Bell Media, who is the other one. So it's a duopoly. So it's really Comcast versus fucking Time Warner, if you want to call it. Or Time Warner, uh, fucking AT&T. Yeah, AT&T. Rogers is more like AT&T, in my opinion. Um, so there's that. Now, the drama that's been picking up more more mostly is the uh, some of the reports that came out of the Toronto Star, which is also owned by the Rogers Communication and Rogers Media, really. And they also own the sports teams here through the, the Toronto Blue Jays. The Rogers uh, conglomerate owns them wholeheartedly on their own. But they also all have some split ownership, believe it or not, with Bell Media. Uh, through the MLSC holdings, the Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment holdings. So they own the that conglomeracy of the group, the corporate ownership, uh, owns the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Toronto Raptors, the Toronto FC, the MLS team, Toronto Argonauts now, the football team, and then the minor league teams, the Toronto Marlies, and then the Raptors 905, and also the Maple Leaf Square and other investments they have nearby for the properties. So... The big report that came out, aside from the infighting that has escalated on Twitter between them out in the public over the weekend, this past weekend, was that the uh, Edward Rogers, the third one, Ted Third, that's, that's a nomenclature here. So there's Edward Sr., who f- originally founded the company, Edward Jr., Edward Rogers, Ted, Ted Rogers, and then we call him Edward Rogers, which I call him Ted Third. Um, and then the, after t- the second one died in 2008, whom I actually met being a volunteer at the Rogers Cup, the tennis tournament, I shook his hands in 2006 after the final, um, taller than I thought, nice guy. I appreciated the fact that he shook every volunteer's uh, hands, uh, behind the scenes, you know, he didn't have to do that. He could have just walked home, but a uh, nice guy, genuine guy. And then he died two years later. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, when he died, they said, obviously, the, they, not obviously, but generally, they set up a trust and then split amongst the family members, including the widow, the Loretta Rogers, and then there's Martha, and then there's one more, I cannot remember, the daughter, Martha and Melinda. So, two sisters, the mother, versus the only son, the Edward III, Ted Third. And what happened was that, Edward wanted to fire the board of directors for Rogers Corporation. And this, the women of the family said, no, 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 Edward, you cannot fucking do that. And Edward is going, oh, yes, I can. I am also the chair of the board for the trustee of the family. So fuck you, bitches. Um, and f- trying to flex his muscle. And then Edward has tried to get rid of... Uh, the currency of Rogers, the Joe Natale, and then also trying to buy Shaw Communications, um, which so think of it as all right, AT and T is trying to buy the Time Warner cable, the more smaller regional, but it's still kind of big. So they're like number three, number four in a greater sense, while AT and T is like number one or two, you know. And the mom and the daughters and then the five other directors on the board are like, no, we like the CEO. Can we not get rid of him? And Edward is going, you know, according to the this side of the family and the board of directors, the directors are going, um, he's fucking pouting. Fuck him. Fuck Edward. 
and the sister is really, you know, slinging the fucking mud and the shit, you know, calling him out for being, uh, hanging out with Donald Trump and all that shit, I go, oh, fucking Christ, this is getting ugly, and then apparently the Martha is the one that loves the Blue Jays and Edward isn't, so I'm gonna get to that in a little bit. Now, it, it kind of, this has become sort of a public battle, <laughs> which I do not understand why they're doing it, so, but, 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 but I digress. So, I'm going to get to where, where the big thing that happened over the Tuesday, which is, uh, now, the Edward Rogers was the main reason, according to the Toronto Star, the star. Uh, that the Masai Ujiri, the president of the basketball ops for the Toronto Raptors, was held up for the extension talk. So if you don't know, after the Raptors won the championship in 2019, an improbable one, I'll say. I didn't think I would see it in a lifetime. I still don't believe it after two years. Um, is that, uh, yeah, everyone was wondering when Masai's contract is going to get extended. And there was some rumor about, oh, is he interested in going to New York to manage, you know, do the Knicks, looking for a new challenge. Or is he going to go to D.C. where the power brokers are who can help with his uh, philanthropic causes for the basketball for Amer Africa and all that stuff, you know, the lobbyists and the, all that are. Well, the Knicks ended up hiring a LeBron's dude, and then they're doing well now, and then the D.C. is the D.C., and then Masai came back. But apparently, Ted 3 over here did not like that Masai was asking for so much money and then started, you know, calling Masai out for being arrogant, showing up with a bodyguard and shit to the negotiation and all that stuff. And and then in the end, you know, basically Ted 3 said, I don't, you know, why do we need Masai when they got a general manager, Bobby Webster, who can do this shit? I go, oh boy. And then uh, from completely financially looking at that perspective, he may not be wrong, but if you look at the grand drear picture of it in a holistic view, what Masai brings, this guy is obviously talking out of his ass. So Masai was insulted and he basically walked out, but rest of the members on the MLSC now, which is the other conglomerate that owns the Raptors and all that, and other board of directors there, Basically said, Masai, don't worry about that motherfucker. We'll take care of it. Such as Larry Tannenbaum, you know, who's the one of the third owners there. And uh, Bell Media people and a bunch of other people, you know, who's not a Rogers. So, eventually they came to terms and then uh, they finally, you know, Larry Tannenbaum especially is a chairman of the board for the Maple Leafs. So many boards over here. It's like a third one I just mentioned. Um... And but then Edward Rogers, the Ted Three, did not like it to a point where he complained to the fucking league, the NBA commissioner Adam Silver and the general counsel. I'm kind of going like, why is he overstepping his fucking boundary over here, Joe? So just think of it as this is a fucking homeowners association fucking argument. Like, hey, we have a chairman of the board. We have a governance. We have the rules like we do in the HOA. We agree to it. And we have the majority rule here. And we gave him the contract extension. And yet this guy motherfucking complains and goes to the city hall for the HOA business that it's perfectly governed and legal and agreed to. Now, 
there was a weird nugget there in the article where they talked about Edward Rogers gave 12 conditions for agreeing to giving Maasai an extension, which 11 of them involved the incentive-based pay, blah, blah, blah. But the 12th one had nothing to do with Maasai, which is, hey, would the MLSC be interested in taking on more, you know, the Blue Jays shares? Because the Blue Jays are wholly owned by the Rogers media, not like in the MLSC with the rest of the Toronto franchises. I'm like, what a terrible negotiation. What a dumb tactic this is. Although I know what he was trying to do. So anyways, that article came out and the Raptors fans are fuming. And then obviously the sisters and the women Rogers are fucking happy. Loretta, uh, Melinda, and Martha over there. Especially Martha being the Blue Jays fan, apparently. And I, I started remembering things. Because uh, the article reminded me also that, hey, this is not the first time he kind of overstepped his boundaries, the Tet 3 pal, the pronouns pal, on this. Because 2014-2015, when the Toronto Blue Jays were potentially seeking a pr- similar position, the president of the baseball operations, um, Tet 3 went around the uh, management's back and then other owners' backs and went straight to Chicago White Sox organization and interviewed then the general manager, Kenny Williams, who's been fired since then, I think, if I remember right, after he got promoted to the president of baseball ops. Um, And the owner of the White Sox, who also owns the Chicago Bulls, good friend of the Chicago Bulls, or the Michael Jordan, Jerry Reinsdorf, called the old buddies in the Blue Jays organization, such as the then the president of the baseball ops, Paul Beeston, who's been there since like 1980-something, and then, you know, got the Blue Jays a two-world series in 92-93. Then he came back in 08 and blah, blah, blah. So he's been there for like five, six years. And then Jerry said, uh, Jerry said to Paul Beeston, hey, what's up with your owner? He's trying to take our boy Kenny and then take your job, Paul. Paul got furious and then went to the ownership group and all that and said, what the fuck is going on? And then, oh, shit, I didn't know you knew Jerry, all that shit, blah, blah, blah. And then the league, I think, stepped in also at this time and said, Edward, Paul Beeston has been a long member of this league. He knows the people since the late 70s and the 80s and 90s, and you just got here, buddy. Since the Rogers kind of came into the ownership here, and then you just you just got here, and then you're overstepping your boundaries, and that basically led into fuck it mode in 2015, and they went for it, and then they didn't get there, but they should have. But then, uh, yeah, it was a very fun 2015, and then spilling into the 2016 when Paul Beeston left. Oh, and guess who the general manager of the Blue Jays were at that time? Oh, I wonder who he is. He's another A, Alex Anthopoulos, who's right now watching his team still playing baseball in the World Series for the Atlanta Braves. He's been the general manager the last three years, and he built a contender in the National League East. And the Blue Jays have not made the playoffs since 2016, a year after this management, very capable management, left. Do you see a fucking pattern here between what happened to the Blue Jays, seven years ago, six, seven years ago, and what almost happened with the Maple Leafs or the Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment with Messiah just two years ago, I'm guessing, if I follow the timeline right. This guy is a fucking maroon. And then I do agree with the sister, Rogers, when they say 
look, when Edward doesn't get his way, he gets pouty. Him and his white boy friends, the fucking frat boys that he's trying to replace all the board of directors with under Rogers corporate governance over here. What the fuck? Um, he's a maroon, but that said, I really don't don't have a soft spot specifically for the sister Rogerses right now because look, I understand there's a lot of court of public opinion and goodwill here, but all the legal experts that I've seen so far are saying, look, most likely Edward Rogers is going to be able to claim his majority, you know, controlling ownership and all that and be able have enough controlling interest to, number one, uh, control the Rogers family trustee side, and number two, in turn, uh, take care of the, the Rogers Corporation board responsibility. Now, one person who has a significant vote and a sway in this, oh, the drama doesn't stop, does it? Is the mayor, our mayor of the six, John Tory, the former CEO of Sun Financial, the former commissioner, a.k.a. the CEO of the Canadian Football League, who tried to do the American expansion, and the former, almost, premier of the Ontario as a conservative leader, progressive conservative party leader of Ontario. He's a rich boy, too, because he's daddy, the daddy Tory, Found the fucking Sun Financial, who's sponsor on the Raptors jersey now. Hmm? 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 And then they are right across the fucking Air Canada Center, now called the Scotiabank Arena. And apparently, uh, apparently, John Tory has given Edward Rogers, the Ted Three over here, the job when John Tory had his uh, law firm, uh, gave this boy his internship, co-op, whatever. So they go way back. And just before... Uh, Ted Rogers, the second one, he passed. You know, he has a goodwill with the Daddy Rogers too here. So I said, I'll take care of this and make sure your family keeps your all your shit. So he's been getting paid. He was. He's also uh, on the board of directors for Rogers Corporation and also part of the family Ted Rogers trustee situation. So he has a vote. So the sisters are kind of pleading, like, dude, John Tory, do the right thing. All that stuff, blah, blah, blah. This guy's a loose cannon. But, you know, boys stick together, right? Well, so, John Tory had some flex over here. You know, while trying to keep the city back on track after this pandemic. You know, this endemic that we're in right now. We don't know when the endemic is coming, when. So, anyways, drama continues. But I absolutely have no sympathetic characters in this thing, even the sisters. They're just trying to win the goodwill of you people. You know, playing on the thin strings and hearts of the Blue Jays or the Raptors or the core feminism or the arrogant frat boys, the white men shit, which I agree with fundamentally. But I kind of look at the sisters and go, look, I appreciate the candor. But at the same time, if, that is a big if, they get into the power. Are they going to follow through? Loretta, Martha, and Melinda. Are you guys going to fucking come through and put your money where your mouths are? Because if you ain't going to do that and you're just winning the publicity goodwill and not knock down fucking my cell phone bill over here, not knock down, 
you know, some of the shitty coverages that we have in this country, worse than America in some sense, with the broadband and accessibility, and not monopolize, you know, our entire livelihood, well, fuck it. If I remember right, the family as a whole has a 98% controlling interest. Some significant amount already, you know? And if they're gonna, just going to fight over their controlling shit and we get nothing out of it, what's the point? We're just watching this. We're going to get a good TV show out of it on the Netflix or Crave, you know, for those Canadians out there. I don't give a fuck. This is the reason why there's no HBO Max in this country. You know? So, there are no sympathetic characters here. Whether it's the sisters and the mom. Or the dumbass fucking son who inter- you know, oversteps so much. Or the mayor who has a really big conflict of interest. You know, uh, granted everybody has a conflict of interest in the city hall of Toronto. But not as big as his. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to leave it there. Email me at a-o-at-outlook.com. Email me at a-o-at-outlook.com. And then, uh, happy Halloween. And then the next week's episode will be the last episode before the daylight savings. And I want to tell you what happened in fucking Alberta today. Maybe we'll talk about that. Maybe we don't. But anyways, let's see. Peace out. And then I will see you next week.